What's up, family? Joe B. from CrusherCast here. Finally back. Uh, life got crazy, but you guys don't want to hear about that. What you do want to hear about is the guest we have today. One half of the power couple, um, Jesse Canoy is with us today. Uh, entrepreneur. Uh, she she does a lot of work for uh, with uh, battered women, uh, women in recovery, men and women in recovery. Uh, trying to get their lives back in order and uh, part of a self de uh, self development uh, program, uh, just just an all around badass. So, but before we get to that, you guys are gonna love this episode. Before we get to that, just want to take a minute and let you know we've got some new things coming from Crusher Cast. We're gonna start doing some small segments. Uh, I think we're going to call them CrusherCast Wellness, and what that's going to look like is it's going to be some smaller episodes, 10 minutes to maybe a half hour, where we're going to go through mind, body, and spirit. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about keto, so we'll probably start there uh, and just do fundamentals, and it's just going to be a conversation. We're going to talk about the basics of everything, and you know, like I've said a million times before, I'm no professional on anything. I just know what has worked for me in my life and some of the people that are, that are in my life. So we're going to start with some health, or we'll, we'll probably start with the keto diet and just go through some fundamentals and stuff like that and uh, do some shopping lists and uh, answer any questions you guys got uh, just from my limited knowledge. And if not, if, if I don't know, we'll find out together. Uh, then we'll get into some fitness stuff and we'll bring in some guests. Uh, got a lot of friends that are in the fitness industry and we'll, we'll, we'll work them in. And it, like I said, it's just going to be short, little brief. We're going to, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes. Well, it's keto, so no potatoes, but, uh, we'll get to the heart of it and, uh, just in layman's terms, answer some questions and kind of lay out how things work for me in my life when it pertains to the keto diet, but then we'll also, we'll look at, uh, you know, some, some stretching, uh, exercises, uh, some simple workouts, some, uh, trouble areas with, uh, with, uh, like sciatica and stuff like that. We're going to address some stuff with that. And then, uh, also we're going to delve into the spirit part of it. And by spirit, I don't mean religion or anything like that, but what we are going to touch on is, uh, we're going to talk about meditation, different forms of meditation, uh, that I've messed with, uh, and, and just jump into some different philosophies and stuff like that. But like I said, they're just going to be little segments just to kind of fill in gaps in between interviews and just kind of keep us talking and, uh, keep us in contact. But anyway, that being said, those will be coming up soon. I'm going to start recording a bunch of those, uh, just as I have free time in the evenings and stuff, we're going to knock out a bunch of those and get them to you. We'll package them a little different and get them all, but they'll all fall under the crusher cast, uh, header. Uh, so, but anyways, that being said, like I said, Jesse Canoy's on here today. She, they're on their way now. And, uh, I just can't wait for you guys to meet her and really get to know her. She's such a, sh such a powerhouse. Um, so without further ado, Jesse Canoy. What's up family? Joe B from Crusher Cast here. Glad to have you guys back. It's been a long time. We haven't done an episode in a while, but we are officially back. And we are back with Jesse Canoy. I always call you Canoy. I know it's not official. It's official. It's official? It's okay. official. So I can call you Jesse Canoy then. I've got right. 15 years in it. It's official. Okay. okay. You, you've paid your dues then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> thank you for coming. Mm -hmm. Brought your bodyguard with you. I did. 
big daddy's over there mm-hmm. keeping an eye on me. That's what he's doing. <laughs> um, so did you guys make it through this weather okay? Yep. We sure did. I had two days I got up to go to work, and it was two degrees out. My car was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. I love the snow. However, I'm, I'm definitely over it at this point. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. over it. I think it's yeah. 45 out there now, and it feels like 90. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know what this whole thing's about, right? Mm-hmm. You know what Crusher Cast, your hubby's been here, and some of our mutual friends have been here. And uh, you're here because you inspire me. Um, I've had the privilege of watching you uh, through your husband. I knew your husband first. Um, everywhere I, I, I see you, there's a love that follows you. Um, when I see you interacting with people, and I know you do work with, uh, with people in recovery, you do some work with, uh, battered women, um, and personal development. I don't get to see that part of it. But uh, some of the other areas, I get to see the work that you do from an outsider's point of view. Mm-hmm. And you always have this love that you give. It just exudes from you. And I don't know if you're conscious of it, um, but you can't fake that stuff. And that inspires me. You know, and I, I look because, I guess because of my insecurities in life, I look to people who have what success in an area or they look like they're happy in a certain area, and I just copy what they do. Nothing I do is original. And I see... You giving love, and that and that inspires me that there that under all circumstances I can go and do that. Um, Thank you for saying that. That's you're sweet. Welcome. That's you're so welcome. sweet. You're welcome. Um, but it, but it's true. Um, I want to know what it was like growing up, Jesse. Okay. So, want to start there? Okay. Um, so I was I was like this carefree little girl uh-huh. growing up. Um, I was real talkative, and I loved to play. I loved to be happy. Um, did you grow up in this area? Where did you grow I up? I grew up, and I actually did grow up in this area. I grew really? up in Bridgeton. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So I was, I was an Overland kid for a little bit. Awesome. <laughs> I was uh, born in Bridgeton and lived there for like the first five or six years of my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and... My parents got divorced, I guess, or they separated, I guess, around five or six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was real close with my grandma. Like, we were the spoiled kids that uh-huh. got to go to grandma's. We didn't go to daycare. We didn't do any of that. Like, we uh-huh. went to grandma's. All of my cousins, everything. We had our own rooms there. Uh-huh. And grandma was here in the area, too. Yeah, grandma yeah. was in the area. Yeah, so, um, man, growing up, she was like June Cleaver. You know exactly who I'm talking about, right? When I say that My today, yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of people have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. However, she was uh, just the sweetest, caring, loving woman ever, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, I I grew up in this area, and then uh, when my parents separated. Uh, I went with my mom, and my brother went with my dad, and um, how was that? It was rough. It was rough for me. Um, I was always kind of a daddy's girl, and However, I also clung to mom. So um, I think my dad just didn't have an idea of how to raise a girl, mm-hmm. you know. So I wound up going with my mom. And uh, and stuff started to get rough after that. And mm-hmm. so I kind of had to grow up fast. How, it, how were they with that? Like were with the, what? The parents. 
your parents were they uh in the divorce it was ugly or in the separation it was ugly yeah it wasn't um you know it wasn't the the easiest thing to go through never is right so yeah it was it was rough like um you know there was a lot of drinking and a lot of uh drugs involved with my mom and uh did they try to play you guys against each other or was there any of that no there was none of that there was none of that um i think so i look just like my mom like Mm -hmm. we we could be sisters Mm -hmm. and uh a lot of people think that she is my sister (laughs) however um he would he my dad would always kind like i reminded him of my mom so Uh yeah so i think that i got the brunt of his anger towards her wow yeah that's kind of you know yeah, grew up fast. Yeah? Yeah. How was school? Um, School was, I was never a school kid. Yeah. You know, I was never a school kid. I've always been a friends and a people person, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I love people. I just love people. School and, uh, is where I went to find out where the party was. Yeah, that, man. That was <laughs> right, right, right. So school wasn't for me, you know? it's It was a gathering place mm-hmm. where my friends were. Mm-hmm. You well, know? you seem, well, I won't say you seem... I know you to be very intelligent. Um, so was that, um, like when I was growing up, it was always if Joe would just apply himself. Yeah. He's above average intelligence, yeah. but if he would just apply himself. Right, you right. Know, was that true in your Yes, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> and thing. the thing is, is that I was applying myself. Like now I can see I was applying myself, just not in the area of school. Right, right. You know, it's like right. I, had, uh, I had the street smarts, you know, having to grow up fast. So, yeah. 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 So how did uh, how did your brother take? How did how did my brother take it? Yeah, the said? divorce and, and um, living after that. I think my brother just didn't want to think about it, or didn't he wasn't the person who would talk about it. You mm-hmm. know, he was never um, never good in the feelings department. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we just uh, head in the sand type of right. Approach. We yeah. just didn't talk about it a whole lot as you know, brother and sister, it was just a thing that happened and it was what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. He, uh, very much so like my dad, he's, you know, the hunter and the, he loves fishing and hanging out with his buddies and, you know, mm-hmm. pick on his little sister. That's my brother. Mm-hmm. Or that was us growing up. Right. Yeah. Was there any, uh, what we would look back now and call mentors or was there people that you looked up to? I mean, obviously grandma sounded oh, like yeah. she was one of them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Grandma was definitely one of them. Any inspirations back then? Um, people made you want to do? So it would, it would be my grandma for sure. She was, she was my safe space. She was, I think she was that for our whole entire family. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, after she passed away, it was like, that's when our family dispersed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's she's still to this day like the part of me that loves every mm-hmm. that's my grandma, mm-hmm. you know. So. I thought as soon as you said that about grandma, I was yeah. like, yeah, oh, man. where it's come from. Totally, yeah. totally where I get it from. And then, um, then my aunt Cheryl, she was always like the strong woman, who um, to me she always stood in her truth and was who she was unapologetically, which mm-hmm. was absolutely beautiful. Um, and the, the free living aunt. I think everybody yeah. knows the free living aunt. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't the. She was definitely a free spirit. Um, 
she wasn't into drinking or drugs or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, she was just this, she was just her unapologetically. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I inspired yeah. to be like her when I was little just because of that. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Anybody outside of the family that you can think of? That... Um, growing up? Mm-mm. No. No, not outside of the family. Mm-mm. Did you graduate? I did not graduate. Yeah. yeah, school was, like I said, it just wasn't my thing. Um, when, when did you walk away from that? I walked away as soon as I possibly could, Joe. <laughs> me, me too. I kept going back, but yeah. I walked away. Yeah. yeah, as soon as I could. Um, so, yeah, I, I dropped out when I was, I think I turned 16, mm-hmm. and I dropped out then. You know, I was already uh, very much so into drugs and, you know, finding the, the right crowd for me at the mm-hmm. time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just, I had to be done with that. There was so much, um, there was so much judgment in school from the kids. And I was terrified of being seen, you know? Being seen. Being seen, like, um, so I guess I I put off this hard-ass image you know, because of how much I love, you know, being mm-hmm. older, it's easy to say that now. However, mm-hmm. I really put off the stay the fuck away from me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to let anybody in. I put up a bunch of walls. And so, you know, I pretended. I, I just weared that mask mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, I was terrified of being hurt, you know. So I kept people at bay. And the, the people that I surrounded myself with um, – were bad, just like me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, anytime anybody speaks about having drinking and drugging career, uh, at least the people I know <laughs> anyways, uh, there was dark times. Did that lead to dark times later? Dark times later as in after school and all that? Yeah. Got it. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I started my whole drinking and drugging career. Uh, really, when I was about 13, it really took off. And uh, That was my age, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it really took off. Um, and I guess just like having to grow up fast and everything like that, I was, you know, parents getting divorced, like took a big toll on me. And uh, I just wanted to numb all that. And um, I didn't want to feel the things I was feeling. And, yeah, I mean, I got into meth. I got into all of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just lost. It felt very lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you, you mentioned a minute ago that uh, your mom drank and drugged a lot. Was yeah. there yep. any thought of maybe that that coming from that or was that became why it was a tool for you? Um, you think, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think it played a piece of it. Um, however, I remember telling myself I would never wanted to be like her, Mm -hmm. you know, I Mm -hmm. never wanted to be like her in that realm. And, uh, I was going to be different and, um, you know, kids do what we do, not what we say. (laughs) And, um, so I think that, I think I think it played a big role in it, you know, the just the coping method of it all. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would I didn't see it like that then. It was no, just a no, good time. No, no. It was yeah, just a good yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
So <clears throat> things got darker, I'm assuming, or? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, so at 15, um, you know, the best, the best way for me to get drugs all the time without having to pay for them is you hook up with your drug dealer. Mm-hmm. That's what you do, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a woman, or that's what I did as a woman. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah, I was going to say that takes on a whole different thing. It does. Guys, <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, yeah, I wound up hooking up with him and um, I got pregnant and um how old, how old were you when you got pregnant? I was 16 when I got pregnant mm-hmm. and I I had her when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um and I can remember being terrified. I was just terrified. Absolutely. Yeah. Um cuz I I wasn't good enough to be a mom. I wasn't, you know, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was it was rough, you know. I had her at 17 and I remember telling myself um that I was going to be sober. And I wasn't going to keep traveling down the same road. You know, I mm-hmm. couldn't do to her what I felt had been done to me. Right. And so um, I took on the, I have to be a good mom, you know. And so I stayed sober for probably the first seven months. And then um, I remember thinking, like, I'll just drink some beer. You know, it'll be mm-hmm. okay. I'll just drink some beer. So um, that led into... Full swing back into the drug use and mm-hmm. and uh, um, I can remember it being like um, a tit for a tat with her dad, you know, mm-hmm. like oh he did this much so I got to do this much or you know and this like mm-hmm. uh, it felt very alone. It felt very alone. That's Was, why. W- were you in contact with your your family, like the home family through all the um, using? No, I I attempted to keep everybody. <laughs> At arm's length, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. wanted to hide uh, what I was doing because I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. I was ashamed of it all, you know. Um, I did that until I needed somebody for something. Yeah. Then I'd go back and visit them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 I need an electric bill paid, you know, <laughs> um, car insurance, yeah, whatever cold. it was. I'm hungry. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I did all that stuff too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kept everybody at arm's length, though. You know what I mean? I just, I want, I had to hide who I was is how it felt. Mm-hmm. Were you, you know? working? Um, I worked on and off. Yeah, I couldn't keep a job for too long, you know? Right. It's, it was just. It's hard to keep up that mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to keep up with the lies that you got to tell. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was late today because of this. Right, yeah. Right. Not because I was up for three days. Well, then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, during, were there any bright and shining lights in the middle of that? I can look back over some of my darker days and I remember now when I look back, there was people who, uh, had a little twinkle about them that was attractive to me. But once again, like you said, I, I didn't feel like worthy of, of, right. of better things in life or thought right. that it, I didn't think that it was available to me, but I still noticed people living right did you see any of that or were you just in your world um yeah i seen that um the only i was very angry i was very angry i can't see that yeah (laughs) i was i was very angry at the things that had happened to me Mm. you know victim yeah totally totally living in victim world um and I think the only person that I had that, you know, after my grandma passed away, my aunt, you know, I, I, I How kept old her. How grandma passed away? I was nine. Oh, okay. I was okay. nine. Yeah. Okay. So she, she passed away of cancer. 
And uh, that was a rough one. Mm-hmm. However, uh, my aunt, who inspired me as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and who I looked up to, God forbid her find out anything about me. Mm-hmm. And the truth is she would have loved me right through it. Like she was right. just that woman, like be who you are. It doesn't yeah. matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We got this. Right. However, because she was that way, I had to, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, mm, no. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was angry. Um, the only person that I, I can remember thinking that about was my dad. I put my dad up on this big pedestal, right? Because he's the guy who had the job, who had the, you know, $300,000 house and all this land. And mm-hmm. um, I just put him up on a pedestal, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that was living right in my eyes. Other than that, um, everybody, I think, in my life at the time um, was on the same playing field that mm-hmm. I was. I had to keep it even, mm-hmm. you know, or at least that's how I felt mm-hmm. is I had to keep it even. Mm-hmm. So there, there wasn't a whole lot of, I knew, I can say that I would have um, glimpses of knowing what I was doing wasn't effective for what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't little, good little for what- flickers of yeah. consciousness. <laughs> yeah, little flickers of consciousness. It's yeah. like, I knew what I was doing was wrong. And it didn't, you know, I would just stuff that away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if, would you go back and change anything? Today, I say absolutely not. Because it built me into the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Everything, um... Today, it's a gift. All of that stuff that I went through is a, a giant gift, and I truly feel that in my soul, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel like I get to look back and see where God or source or universe, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, you know, is mm-hmm. guiding me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, was it harder than hell? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, extremely, extremely. And uh, I I know without those struggles that I wouldn't be Jesse sitting here with Joe today, right. you know. Right. So, yeah, I don't I don't believe maybe I wish I would have had more time with my grandma. You know, mm-hmm. I wish I would have had more time. However, that's it's my selfishness. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned you put dad up on a pedestal. Um mm-hmm. And we all know tall pedestals cast long shadows. Um, how's that relationship? Oh, you had to go there, Joe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you laid it off I know. There. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, so that relationship today currently. Um, if you're comfortable talking oh, about it. Oh, I'm absolutely okay. comfortable talking about it. Um, that relationship today currently is, um, it's like, I did tons of work in that realm uh, because I put him up on a pedestal, and that was mine. I did that, you know, and he could never live up to my expectations. And so for years, I worked on that, you know, um, with my sponsor, with, you know, through the personal development and all that. Um, And I got to see where I was responsible in it. So today, I've said everything that I could possibly ever wanted to say to him mm-hmm. and uh you know six-year-old me 15-year-old me I put it all in this letter and uh I was 
that was probably one of the hardest things I ever did. And it took me about three weeks to write. Mm -hmm. However, um, I wanted to make it as responsible as I could. Like, these are my feelings. This is where I'm at. This is how I felt. Leave his dignity intact. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, he didn't deserve any of that. Um, and it was mine. And so I owned it. And uh, in the end of the letter, I, I put um, that I would like a new relationship. I didn't want the one that ex had ex existed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that we didn't have to discuss any of it, that he could just call me and tell me he loves me. We can go from there. Mm -hmm. And he did. And, uh, and yeah, I got, I got to, uh, build, I get to build a relationship with him. That is, that is our relationship. It's mm -hmm. nothing that I have no expectations on it anymore. Mm -hmm. I have, um, nothing but love, Yeah, you know, nothing awesome. but love. So it's beautiful. I That's love awesome. it. I love yeah. hearing that. I know when I, uh, it came time for me to, uh, confront my dad, the dad that raised me. Uh, I went to him at the exact wrong time to tell him I was sorry for everything I'd ever done my whole life and expecting this big hug and, and all this stuff, you know, and he laughed at me, you know, and, uh, and it hurt my feelings. But a few hours later, we came to this point where he goes, I love you, but I just don't like you. And I was like, I feel the same way about you. And as weird as that sound, we built an amazing relationship on that, you know, and because uh, I blamed him, he was... Like you said, I put I, my dad was up here. I just wanted his approval, and that was my victimhood. You know, right. daddy never approved of me all my life, and all this stuff. You know, and uh, I can remember around that time, I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I went to him and tried to make amends and all this stuff, and uh, he he wasn't having it or anything like that. We had this big conversation, and I came to a point to where I realized I thought back. He had a breakdown and just complete meltdown. He was in a in a institution for a little bit stuff like that and i thought this guy that i worshiped my whole life and he's weak mm -hmm. and he's scared and he's angry and you know he's a piece of crap you know why was i looking up to him? i was angry because i was looking up to him that whole time seeking his approval and then come to find out he was just human you know what i mean and right. once i let him just be human like mm -hmm. you said get rid of the pedestal get all and just let him be who he was man we had an amazing relationship at the end right you know it's just weird how we we construct those things i love how you said that we do i used to call it um i created this fairy tale dad in my head uh -huh. i called it my fairy tale dad because uh -huh. it's what i wanted and uh -huh. he i like totally expected him to be that at uh -huh. all times and yeah it's a wicked thing it's a wicked wicked thing to have that realization and it's a huge blessing too because it was that was uh that was a rough realization uh -huh. You know, that it was all mine and I made it up. <laughs> right. It was made up. Here I am, like, you got to be this way. Right, right. We do that to people. We back them in the corner sometimes. Right. Um, so I met you. I believe I saw you, you know, just banging around organization we both attend. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of knew you as, 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 as Dave's wife. and But I believe around... I think it was the Ink Spot block party that year. We kind of got to know each other, and then we've moved on and uh, seen each other more through different events and stuff like that. Right. You know, um, I kind of have a snapshot of who you are, but I'm interested in who you are. Mm. Um, I want to hear from your words who you are today. Mm. Well. Um. I am, I love big, you know, and I attempt to 
throw myself out there and be as vulnerable and open as I can. Uh, I love helping people. I, uh, I'm a work in progress too. You know what I mean? Like I still have um, a lot of limiting beliefs that hold me back that uh, I struggle. I get to struggle through. Mm -hmm. I love that, that mm -hmm. I get to struggle mm -hmm. through today because I still get to be a student. You know what I mean? That's how it feels. I still get to learn about this thing that's Jesse. Um, I'm a mom. I, uh, it's funny that I just that just came out because I'm I'm a mom I'm Big Dave's wife and I'm discovering like all my kids are growing up now and uh, you know I my youngest is 14 and and so they're all kind of flying the coop there's five of them mm -hmm. so they range from 22 to 22 yeah to I better uh, get them right right <laughs> 22 I think yeah 23 maybe uh, uh -huh. down to 14 and uh -huh. so they're all kind of leaving and you know for a long time I identified as mom. You know, and now get I get to, yeah, for sure. So I'm going through that and uh, I get to find this thing that's Jesse, like, who am I today? And I get to create that. So when you ask me who I am, like, um, just today, that's all I'm yeah, today, today I'm somebody who loves and somebody who wants more and new and different. And mm -hmm. um, I love pushing my edge. I love being uncomfortable, even mm -hmm. though I don't love it in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the gifts that come from it. Um I love to create change in the world. Mm. That's what I love. I love creating change in the world and um, potentially being it first. Mm. So where's that come from and what's that look like right now? Where does that come from? That comes from... Um, or did you just create it out of the blue? No, I do a lot of work, Joe. <laughs> I do a lot of work on me. Because, um, you know, who... Growing up, who I was and the anger and all of that shit um, is not who I want to be. That's mm -hmm. not what I want to feel. Um, so it comes from doing years of personal development and um, years of work in a 12-step program and, and uh, stepping outside of my box, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is success? I know you... You and Dave, uh, I, I don't, founded, uh, created, take part in a personal development program. Um, and when people hear that, mm -hmm. I know the general public, when they hear personal development or anything like that, they think of uh, success mentoring and stuff like that. But just in layman's terms, if you can explain what, success for you looks like mm. it doesn't not necessarily financial but right well, if you were looking for financial that's not what you're going to get from me <laughs> okay but just <laughs> yeah. whatever i just have to say yeah. that because however it's a part of it it is a part of it well, it's it, a it part allow, of it it allows for certain other things to happen for sure yeah. and uh you know money was the root of all evil when for me you mm. know it was the it was uh it really was i money's not what i cared about because that's what my dad cared about and it was the thing that took time away from me. So mm -hmm. that's where that came from. However, what I know today is that, um, you know, the financial aspect of it, I can help a lot of people mm -hmm. with money. Mm -hmm. You know, I can help a lot of people and I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. So um, success for me today is, um, man, it's building strong, healthy 
beautiful relationships. It's, um, it's networking with people. It's, uh, it's being the change in the world for mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's success to me, you know, and I strive for that. So mm -hmm. I get to wake up every morning and, and, uh, and do that, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully I don't screw it up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> isn't that really part of the process? So we got to screw a bunch right. of stuff up. I think right. Dave Grohl said, "Go out and suck for a while." You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, um, earlier, you mentioned uh, being Big Dave's wife. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit before we got started about stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. What's it, what's anybody that knows Dave mm -hmm. knows Dave, right? Uh, Dave's a go getter. Right. Uh, Dave's, Dave's always got something going on. Um, he's an entrepreneur. You know, I mean, we, we've been there with him. What is it like? You've, you've told us here today that you like being change mm -hmm. and creating change and, and manifesting that for others mm -hmm. or, show, or at least helping others manifest it for themselves. Right. Um, what is that? <laughs> I mean, I'll just put it straight up. <laughs> What's it like being Big Dave's old lady? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's absolutely a blessing to be Big Dave's wife. It is. Um, I'm with somebody who uh, works just as hard on their self as I do. Mm -hmm. And being better and different, maybe not better. Better is a mm -hmm. judgment, man. Um, being different, you know, striving for what we want. And then there's the flip side to it. And the flip side to it is um, I talked about my limiting beliefs earlier. And so you were asking me about success, you know. Dave is a very successful, driven, um, you know, it's funny because we, I always, I, I think of Dave's brain like this, right? So it's a clean slate in the morning. And then he builds New York City throughout the day with ideas of new businesses and new things to do. And he's like constantly off in his brain and uh, building business, uh -huh. you know? And for me, like, I, that's not me, and I don't get that yet. Um, there's something in me, you know, it's that limiting stuff that is just like, I need to be doing more. You know, I feel that pull to be doing more um, because that's Big Dave, mm -hmm. and I'm his wife. I'm his, you know, I write the story about what that means, you know, and uh, so... Uh, I struggle sometimes reminding myself that I get to be me, you know, and uh, and that us, us, like Jesse and Dave, Dave couldn't be who Dave is today without Jesse, and Jesse the same way with Dave, mm -hmm. you know. So um, so on the flip side of it, it's, it's hard sometimes that I get to, I, uh, I have to pull myself back in, you know, and just be Jesse. Mm -hmm. And... And he allows you plenty of space to do that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The communication between me and Dave is um, unlike something I've ever seen. Not saying we don't fudge that, because <laughs> we do. I'd call you a liar if you said that. Right, right. Um, however, we both, we both uh, will battle through anything, you know, and, and we're both looking to get to the end of it, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, we love each other hard through it, you know. Um, yeah, so I, uh, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
One of the questions I ask everybody when they're here is that you've got 10 minutes left on this planet. You're going out. You're on your deathbed. Anybody and everybody who means anything to you in the world is around you. You got enough time to say one thing. What truth are you sharing? Mm. Am I sharing? Ooh, Joe, that's a big, deep question. Um, I like it noted that that was on the pre-interview letter that I sent you. So it's not a surprise. Yeah. No, it wasn't a surprise. However, if you're me, <laughs> you want to have all the answers before you sit on the podcast. So you, you. <laughs> so you do. <laughs> I did my best to like not even preemptively think of anything. Yeah. So this it is be, a big question, but yeah. it's a simple question, but it's a big one. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that came to mind, Joe, is uh, is I would say thank you to everybody who's around me for loving me. Um, and just allowing me to be me, mm -hmm. you know, I, that would be my truth. I feel um, extremely grateful for the people that surround me today, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would say thank you. Yeah. For loving me just the way I am. That shows. I think that that's the, the love that I picked up on. <clears throat> And if I had to guess, you know, those little sparks of light, your aunt, your grandma, and all those. Uh, I know in my life, I look back, when I don't know what to do, I look back and try to remember somebody who did know what to do. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? It's almost right. what would grandma have done right. here, you know? Or, um, and sometimes it's almost innate in us that, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be happy, right. you know, or I'm supposed to make this person happy or, or help them see happiness. Um, and, and I can see that in you and that, and that's that inspiration. Um, uh, I know you guys have gone just like anybody. I know you guys have gone through problems and, and troubles and had rough years and stuff mm -hmm. like that and kid problems and stuff that we all do. And that's what this podcast is about is that we're all the same, you know, and we all find inspiration in different ways if we just look for it, mm -hmm. you know, and like you said, you've done a lot of work to get to where you are. And, uh, and it shows, and it shows. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Got me. <laughs> um, so how, how can people, okay, I'll put this, I'll ask this question first. What are you up to today that you want people to know about? Ooh. Um, the biggest thing that I have going on right now is um, I'm starting a not-for-profit me and two other beautiful women mm -hmm. uh, in my life are starting a not-for-profit called the MeWe House. Okay. Um, and it's for women who are pregnant and addicted or who are newly postpartum and babies born addicted, moms mm -hmm. addicted. Um, you know, they get their babies taken away from them. Yeah. And what, I, and I understand what we are attempting to do here, yet there's a struggle. Like, you're creating bonding issues with that baby that mm -hmm. stick with that baby. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they grow up to be adults that have bonding issues and mm -hmm. it's hard for them to find love and keep love. And, you know, um, they're create, I just feel like today, um, it's like, we're not paying attention. We're attempting to do what's right and we're not paying attention. And, uh, 
to the big stuff, you know, and the big mm-hmm. stuff is the bonding issues that kids grow up with and, and become adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, we're in the, we're in the process of getting our 501 C3 mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and that's been a process due to COVID. Yeah, However, sure. yeah. Yeah. So, um, we are looking for donations for any of that. And we're actually in the, going to start getting into the grant writing process this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will have a home for these women. Mm-hmm. So basically we're going to run a home, um, where mom and baby can stay together and we will bring them to our facility, our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually going to work with DFS to keep mom and baby together. That way, you know, DFS can still be involved because we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same sense though, we want to keep mom and baby together, or hopefully we get them in the, in the pregnancy stage and we can, uh, we can break that familial cycle, you know what I mean? And, uh, and get them, get them on the road to recovery, you know, and, and create something different. So you guys have a website, how can people find you on socials or? Yeah. So we have, uh, it's called mewehouses.org. Okay. Um, and there's. I'll put that up. Awesome. So we have a Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be doing a gala, and it's going to be pretty neat. Okay. Uh, we're just not sure. Of a, we're not sure of a date yet. We're still kind of putting it together. We had put it together and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a place in mind. So I don't want to throw all that out yeah. there yet. Cause I'm really not sure. Um, all the details, we're still working all that out. Mm-hmm. We actually, it's so neat how this thing's happening, Joe, mm-hmm. cause, uh, it's, it, God, universe, source, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. keeps throwing. I mean, people just keep walking our way that are supposed to be there. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, so yeah. it's like, it is, uh, yeah, and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so we we recently, a woman came into our lives that, um, you know, she's done all this before. She's done this in the schools in Lincoln County. And mm. uh, I, I totally think she was a God thing. And so we're kind of taking direction from her. Mm-hmm. Um, along with some other people in our lives. And uh, she's a little more familiar with the bureaucracy part of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, we're starting, we're starting based on my best friend's vision. You know, that's what we're, she came to me and she was, you know, bawling her head off and, and, and telling me about this. And I'm like, go home and write it down and bring it back to me and tell Mm -hmm. me what you got. And when she told me, you know, um, it hit home for me, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, through my drug use and everything, I got my kids taken away by DFS. It wasn't, you know, it was a while after they were born. It was a couple years after they were born. However, um, I remember when I got my kids taken away, they didn't, um, they didn't give me any kind of information on what to do, you know, and it's not like my, any of my family members really ever went and did recovery or anything like that. So I had no, um, I had nothing, you know, and it took, uh, months for me to get a, um, like a written service plan of what I was to do. And it was just mm-hmm. put in my lap and it was like, here you go. This is what you're supposed to do. You got to comply. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea where to start. Let alone, I mean, I was so lost. Right. right. So, um, you know, I, I want to, I want to make a change with that. You know, uh, these women need help. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, if they're anything like me, they don't know what it looks like. So, um, well, we I will get all the information from you. Mm-hmm. I'll put it up on here um, and make sure it's in anything attached to this. We'll have that in that. Right. 
also in our, um, you know, I, I do the personal development uh-huh. and stuff too. Um, and my husband and one of my very good friends uh, run a company called Elevate. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's also going to be a part of MeWe House because I believe that, um, you know, I, I talked about my limiting beliefs a little bit. And that's where I learned that from is the work. We call it the work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think that ha- that has a huge, um, that's a huge piece of addiction, you know, and, and where it comes from is, is it starts when we're little, you know, it starts, it starts based on what we're telling ourselves about us. And so mm-hmm. that's going to be a big part of me. We too. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, are you guys, <clears throat> I know still at ground zero, are you guys looking to do one just like in Lincoln County or, um, to start with or. Yeah, to start with, we're gonna we're gonna open up our first one in Lincoln County. However, um, people from anywhere can go to it, right? Yeah, if they get hooked up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, however, I see this being very big. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. I I see it being very big. There's such a need for it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Until I started working in treatment, mm-hmm. and uh, my my friend Erica, she uh, she works in labor and delivery, and she sees two a week, mm-hmm. something like that crazy. And I had no idea like how big this really was mm-hmm. until I started working in treatment. Erica told me about it and it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. we got to do something. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big deal. Cool. So do you have any other shameless plugs you'd like to throw mm-hmm. out there? I do. I do. You guys aren't affiliated with any businesses or anything? Are I you? mean, maybe a few, okay. maybe a few. Okay. I'm going to throw a few of those out. Yeah. So, um, if you're interested in the work, um, we have Elevate. Uh-huh. So Elevate is on Facebook. We okay. actually don't have a website. Um, it's kind of hard explaining the work. What I can tell you is that it changed my life, changed mm-hmm. my husband's life. Mm-hmm. It changed our relationship. Kind of like um, a s- seminar-based it is. approach? More like a workshop. workshop. Seminar sounds really boring. Yeah, like we don't just sit there the whole time. Really Tony and Robin-ish. Yeah, we don't yeah. just sit there the whole time and, and you know. Like it's not school. Okay. We actually do exercises and different, not like workout. Mm-hmm. However, like exercises right. to, um, so basically you're learning about 85 tools and uh, you get to do exercises in a safe environment mm-hmm. um, and practice this stuff. And it's, uh, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. I believe we need to be teaching this in schools, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's why we're going to make it a part of our, you know, the MeWe house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's huge. So it's a three-day workshop. Um, we do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Friday, you know, it's usually like people get there and they're like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? This is crazy. And then, you know, Sunday we can barely even push them out the door. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you guys got to go home. <laughs> got to go home. Uh, cause it's just, uh, it's just amazing. Um, we have lots of presentations and stuff like that coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's pretty much the only way to explain it is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be in person to hear it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's elevate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then we have, um, a commercial framing company called mm-hmm. white Cardinal contracting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually building our house right now. Yeah. We're building Getting a close. dream house. You, uh, the finish line? you see the finish line yet? Well, we just had a week worth of zero degree weather. Oh, so, well, well, slow things down, um, but. we're actually getting ready to, It'll be enclosed once we get the the garage doors on it, and then we can start on the inside. So nice. we're looking to be done by the end of April. So, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So they 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 do all kinds of work. They're Not nationwide, sh- aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Arizona, Indiana, um, they're all over the place. Florida, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Not sure if there's a website. Yeah. Okay. Facebook. Facebook. Okay. My Colonel Contract. I'll put a link. Cool. Um, yeah. About it. No vape shops or anything. Well, we got one stop vape shop in Troy. Oh, yep. Just a just just, just, just a one business. stop vape shop. Yeah, yeah it's just, just a little vapor business. business. There's great people that work inside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then we have the ink spot. Of oh. course, we got the ink spot tattoo, tattoo shops. Shop. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Heard about it. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> and we got two of them. We got two different locations. We got one in Troy, and then we got one uh, in St. Peter's. In St. Peter's. Yeah. And we're, man, that's my family. That's yeah. my family. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere is amazing uh, mm-hmm. just because we have that. Like all of us, anytime we leave, we're like, I love you. I love you. Right. I love you. I love it. So, yeah. Uh, we have some very incredible artists. Um, and it's not you don't just get you don't just get a tattoo when you're there, no. It's like therapy, you know. And um, yeah, it's like therapy, man. It's like mm-hmm. love therapy. Yeah. So everybody's so cool. There. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah. That's it for my shameless plugs. That's all your shameless plugs. That's all my shameless plugs right now mm-hmm. that I can muster up. So anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Anything? Um. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My pleasure. This this kind of scared the crap out of me. I'm not really one to have a microphone in front of my face. However, like I said, I I love to be uh, uncomfortable because I know the gifts that I get from growing. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you and uh, you sharing this with me. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for coming. And uh, I think if I keep doing this long enough, I think I'll get the whole Kanoi family on here at some point or another, or at least everybody at Ink Spot. I'm going to get Robbie, too, at some point. Awesome. Awesome. But but thank you so much for coming. Like I said, um, I see the love that you spread, um, and sometimes it's without even saying anything. Uh, And I know some of the people that you mentor, and I see their lives changing because of what you're giving them and handing them. And I just ask that you and Dave and all you guys just keep doing what you're doing because you are making an impact. Thank you, Joe. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for coming. All right. I love you.